What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Brought to you by Toyota. Let's go places. Welcome to Forward Thinking. Welcome everyone to Forward Thinking. My name is Jonathan Strickland and I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts who are... Lauren Vogelbaum. And Joe McCormick. And today we wanted to talk a bit about robotic prostheses and and sort of this idea of... Uh, uh, well, when we get to a really advanced state with prostheses to the point where, where a robotic arm is demonstrably better than a human arm, what happens then? But before we get there, I want to talk a little bit about some fairly recent news. Uh, back in 2011, a couple of different uh, uh, patients in Europe actually volunteered to have uh, limbs amputated and replaced with a robotic Prosthesis. And now these these weren't healthy limbs. They 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 were injured in some critical way. Yes, in fact, one one uh, of these gentlemen, his arm was injured in an uh, accident where he received a, a, a incredible electric shock. I was about to say electrocution, but that actually means that you means die. Death. Yes. Uh, but he, he suffered a, a, an incredible electric shock, which rendered one of his arms. Uh, essentially useless. Mm -hmm. uh, the other was in a terrible motorcycle accident and had suffered 
severe injury to his arm. Now, this was a controversial matter that these these guys had decided to go and have uh, an elective amputation because the arm was still there. I mean, it wasn't... It was was healthy. It wasn't uh, necrotizing. Yes, exactly. It just wasn't functional. Right. There was no way for them to regain the functionality without perhaps having a series of incredibly complex uh, surgeries performed on them. And even then, there was no guarantee that they would receive anything like, even resembling full mobility of their their limb. Mm -hmm. So they, in in the eyes of the patient, the choice is, do I undergo this series of surgeries that has no guarantee of real success? And it may be that uh, what I end up with is not a lot better than what I have right now, or do I elect to have this limb amputated and replaced with a robotic prosthesis, which has a, a demonstrable proof that it can work and at least give me some mobility back? It, either way, I'm going to have to go through an intense rehabilitative uh, process mm-hmm. to be able to, to learn. But with the robotic one, there's more of a guarantee that I'm going to have some results. Right, right. And doctors were saying, you know, are are you sure? Because this is very permanent. Yes, yeah, there's no going There's no back. going back here. So right. And uh, and in fact, in in 2012, a woman by the name Nicola Wilding uh, suffered a, a terrible injury to one of her arms in a car accident, and she now is also looking at the possibility of having her arm uh, amputated and replaced with a robotic prosthesis. In fact, she has a Twitter account where she talks about being a uh, potential bionic woman, um, which is kind of interesting, but. This is already a controversy in the medical community. There's a lot of debate about is it ethical to allow someone to have an elective amputation if there's a chance, even if it's only a small one, that they could regain some use out of a injured limb through through future through, technology, you know, well, through 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 traditional surgeries, right? Well, sure, or, mean, or even if even if current surgery. I mean, I, I think with with uh, with uh, Nicola, the the issue is that. You know, doctors don't think that any time in her lifetime we're going to advance our understanding of how nerves work and reconnect in order to be able to help her. Right. So if if she's if she's in a, a position where there is very little confidence on the part of doctors that they're going to advance medicine to the point where they can actually uh, help her to a, a great extent, then is it wrong for her to go and seek out an amputation? And it's kind of interesting because it, it brings up this question of what is so special about our, our our natural limbs that makes it an ethical question? Well, I have to admit, it's scary to me. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I haven't been in this position, but I'm just trying to imagine it. I mm-hmm. imagine that I've had a, a serious injury to one of my arms that it basically is not useful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can't do anything and seems unlikely that I could train it. Now, on one side of the coin, I can see how it would be uh, advantageous to get a, a a very functional prosthetic arm that could mm. do more than my natural arm could. But it just seems so hard to say goodbye to this flesh that's attached to my body, which is weird because I mean, what am I? I know that's a crazy question. Joe, but, you're a writer for forward thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but what am I when I think of myself? I think of my arm as part of me. But is it really any more part of me than the fingernails that I clip off once a week? I mean, it's proteins that have been made by my DNA. Sure. But it, is it really who I am? Do I have some kind of loyalty to this particular 
clump of flesh. And wouldn't wouldn't a prosthetic, if it was truly working with you and for you, wouldn't that be equally part of you? Yeah, wouldn't would the robotic prosthetic end up not just replacing the utility of your arm, but actually that identity in or the sense that prosthesis. Sorry. So thank yeah. you, Lauren. Thank you, prosthesis. Well, I'm just saying that that despite uh, all that's rational to me. I mean, it makes yeah. sense that I could probably do more with the prosthesis, but. I something internally, emotionally kind of recoils at that. I uh, not that I think it would be wrong for a person to do at all. It just seems so scary. I have a centuries old riddle for you then, Joe. (laughs) You have a ship Mm -hmm. and over Hmm. time, parts of the ship need to be replaced and you replace the parts of the ship as time goes on. Uh, Let's say you name the ship the Heidi Ho. Would there ever come a time after you've been replacing this piece by piece, never huge pieces, just little pieces, would there ever come a time where you would no longer call it the Heidi Ho because you realize that every single piece on that ship at some point or another had been replaced? There's no original part of the ship left. Or does that new ship that's in that same shape, you know, you haven't changed the design of the ship at all. You've just changed the individual pieces out. Is the spirit, is the soul of is that ship the same? Is it still Heidi Ho? Right. Well, that points out that our idea of identity has something more to do than just the material constituents because our bodies do the same thing, right? Like yeah. you, you Technically, once every seven years, right, we completely yeah. reinvent ourselves, right? Is that the... Well, they, they, some of I've us, like Lady Gaga, do, does it on like a <laughs> weekly basis, so... I've heard that seven years. I don't know if that's true, but uh-huh. it's but it's definitely true that you know our body is in constant flux. The cells are being replaced. You, you're not made of the exact same stuff you were ten years ago. Right. Right. But I I understand entirely that there is. I mean, there is something about the idea of of uh, saying goodbye to part of yourself, even if you're getting something new that would give you new. Uh, a higher quality of life, mm-hmm. for example. So the question um, is, is the arm really more a part of yourself than the fingernails? Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think most of us would say yes. I mean, most of us <laughs> would like, yes, that is. I can't yeah. tell you why, but it is. Yeah. Uh, now, the question I have is that right now, prostheses are all about uh, the medical world and giving people more uh, mobility, giving them more self-reliance, mm-hmm. uh, giving them a higher quality of life. And uh, all of that is so that you can replace something that's either been lost or damaged yeah. beyond repair. It's catching up. You're, right. You're trying to get back to normal. But let's say that you get to a point where the robotic prostheses are demonstrably better than a human uh, limb. So mm-hmm. you, you've created a robotic arm, for example. So instead of catching up, you're pulling ahead. You're ahead. Sure. You're ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, the, the technology has has. Uh, progress to a point where the robotic arm has more capability than a human arm. So maybe it has more points of articulation. Maybe you can rotate your wrist 360 degrees, which means you can just hold the light bulb and spin your wrist around until it's screwed into place instead mm-hmm. of having to do that wonky, you know, screw, turn, mm-hmm. screw, turn, screw, turn. <laughs> or as we imagined in the in the video episode, you know, that maybe it uh, even coordinates with other prostheses in your body to be a more accurate athletic uh, tool. tool. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So you can shoot baskets better than uh, your normal arm. As as you get into sensory perception uh, prostheses for those as well. I mean, you know, when, when I was watching Star Trek: Next Generation growing up, I always wondered, <laughs> I always wondered about Geordi's visor because sure. because it, it allowed him to see most of the electromagnetic spectrum. Yes, much mm-hmm. much further out than the visible spectrum that mm-hmm. all of us are familiar. And at with. a certain point, I was like, well, doesn't everyone want that? I yeah, kind of want the that. ability to suddenly see in infrared or ultraviolet or even radio waves or 
he could look at gamma radiation, things like that. Probably mm. not so useful here on the surface of the Earth. Sure. As long as our magnetosphere that is working. That would be but... horrifying. You go to the doctor's office to get an X-ray, and you can see the rays coming at you. <laughs> well, I mean, for you that might be horrifying, I mean, but again, this could be this could be something that if we're talking about a prosthesis, <laughs> if we're talking about a prosthesis, a prosthetic eye of some sort, uh-huh. then presumably you would be able to engage different modes, so you wouldn't have to look at everything all the time. I mean, first of all, first of all, you would have to train your brain how to process that information, right? We would have mm-hmm. to have some way of being able to in, to bring that in. Now, if we did it the way that infrared cameras and ultraviolet uh, detectors do, then that would just mean that we would have some sort of processor reinterpret that light into something that we could see. So we wouldn't really be seeing outside the visible spectrum. We would be pulling the information yeah, in we and would converting be it into something it we could as, see. Because right, sure. how do you teach or, the brain to do something like that? I mean, that's a good question. Well, yeah, that, that, this is also, this is why we don't have Jordy's visor yet. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, that's totally, do you, I mean, yeah, would you see multiple things at once? Would you toggle? Would you have predator vision? You would have predator vision. Predator vision. Yes. And okay. then it would also, uh, it would also laugh just before exploding. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but no, getting back into the whole idea about the superior arm, you know, something right. that, something that has that ability. Uh, can you imagine a future where athletes or really anyone volunteers to lose a perfectly healthy limb? in order to gain this superior technology and use that instead. So the goal is really pulling ahead. There, there's like nothing the, we, wrong with it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. a fully, fully, fully functional hand that you go like, yeah, I could get a better one. Let's switch it out. Yeah, like like to the point where, the again, the robotic limb is beyond all doubt superior to the human limb. Can you imagine that being a world where people go in for an elective surgery to have... Uh, a robotic one put in place. Well, I think we've acknowledged that that I, I think all three of us agree that you know it may be more rational to prefer a superior prosthetic to whatever is attached to you, but you have some kind of strange emotional connection to the flesh that your DNA has generated. Um, what would it take you to get there? Huh. Well, you know, you know I, I think that there's a there's a basic mammalian. I am alive. I need to preserve myself. Kind of kind mm-hmm. of really intrinsic. You know drive there but and and that's why you know reading about this research is wonderful and terrific but it also really squicks me out i find myself extremely disturbed reading about these really interesting okay joe you know let Um, me tell you this if i could have a robot arm right now that could allow me to fire nerf missiles at the two of you i would do it in a heartbeat Wow. Really? You think about no i i just want to ask you all about the actual your your real Trade-off. What? How good would the robotic arm have to be, or the bionic arm, we should say? Yeah. Right. Um, how good would it have to be? How many advantages would it have to offer before you would actually say, yes, I will voluntarily lose the arm that belongs to me and replace it? Does it have to be just a little bit better, or does it have to be a lot better? I mean, it would need to. It would. It would be a lot better for me personally, because, like, like I said, I'm kind of squicked by the entire can, can idea. You, can but you actually imagine it, though? Lauren? I can. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And I and I can. I, I can. I can imagine people who are perhaps more competitive than I am jumping on board pretty early. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I think early adopters. Early adopters. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's mine. Mine would need um, to like make calls and coffee for me and stuff like that like it would need to wake up before i do go crawl around and do some stuff for me and come back and reattach like that's <laughs> that that is the kind of level of of you know so before. you wouldn't go for say what if you your arm could be replaced with one that they they promise you that you will not be able to tell the difference it communicates directly with your brain you get good sensory 
uh, feedback from mm-hmm. it. You can control it exactly the same, and you can't tell the difference, except it can't get skin infections, say. Uh, yeah, and until until I started getting really really unpardonable rashes on my hands, I don't think that I would turn over. I mean, I I don't know. It's it's a good it's a good question. Yeah, I uh, I think it would have to. The arm would need to have some significant advantages. The Nerf missile thing is a deal breaker uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Like it has the Nerf. The missiles yeah. are impl- they shoot yeah. straight out of it, right? Yeah, like yeah. a like, Mega Man arm. Like, 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 the, like. There's a little section in the forearm okay. that pops up, and there are Nerf missiles loaded in there. Well, that just by Jonathan, the way, by the way, Nerf has nothing to do with this podcast. We're yeah, just, we're not sponsored. It's yeah, just, by, just uh, I just really want that. Okay, so you're saying I understand now. You, you want a Mega Man arm? Yeah, more or less. Okay, so. So, I think so you're lots, on the side of weaponization yeah. is what we're really I wanna, saying. I want a combination of the Nerf missile arm and a Nintendo Power Glove, but it's just built into my arm. Okay. Like, no, think about it. Like, I, I like this idea of being able to – now, granted, if we were able to, to bypass this and not need the cyborg arm at all, the bionic arm, in order to do this, then obviously that's the way I would go. But if, if, uh, if we had it where – my robotic arm is capable of controlling things like the various electronics in my home or uh, that, again, like you were saying, Lauren, about being able to receive or make calls. I mean, you know, that's stuff that I would really want. Now, Grant, I'm just talking about my right arm. Lefty stays with me. <laughs> okay. Because I'm a left-hander and I, I, I cherish that. So you were joking about the Nerf gun, but you seriously would actually, you think, trade for a, a somewhat capable, uh, what would you call it, like a, an executive control electronic? I, I would definitely, uh, it would definitely need to be able to not only do everything that my current arm can do, but do it better. It would have to, it would, because otherwise I'd just be like, well, I mean, I'm not going to lose my arm just for some convenience. Yeah. I would, I would need it to be able to perform better and I would need it also to have those extra bells and whistles. I, well, just one thing I was going to say is that I'd need, I think one thing I would need is the ability to upgrade. Now, uh, Sure. Imagine that they offer me an arm that's exactly the same as my arm now, but it can't get skin infections. But not like I get a lot of skin infections on my arm, but <laughs> but just some kind of basic advantage that's not very huge. But they say software is upgradable, so you know I would want you both. can download apps that make the arm even better. I would definitely want both software and hardware to be upgradable yeah. because, as someone who owns a smartphone. There's something that's really frustrating about taking home the smartphone and then, like, the next week a better smartphone comes out. Can you imagine if a better arm came out the, the week after yeah, you got yeah. a graph? Or, or even just, I mean, you know, what if what if your arm gets viruses? What if your arm gets computer viruses? Or what if well, uh, your someone... get viruses now. <laughs> what, if, what if someone can... I mean, well, then is it really an improvement over your current arm? Um, or, you know, if, if, if what if uh, what if a virus gets into your arm and it goes bad? And uh, okay, So uh, now we're going to an idle hand scenario. Uh, right, where, right. No. You know, Alien hand syndrome. What if someone hacks your hand and that's terrible how many episodes are we going to have where uh something becomes a robot and then it gets virus it eventually People they, hack they it. all turn they hack that. it and then it's dangerous is, I, that, I is think, this the future honestly, everything honestly, is potentially hackable oh no they hacked my coffee cup lauren honestly i think uh i think if someone wants to do you harm there are easier ways of going about it than hacking into your cyborg i don't know but that one has style i would i would pick okay that yeah well it's good to know that lauren would pick that so if we see lauren with uh how to hack robotic arms for dummies at her desk. We all know not to go with that elective surgery. Everyone watch out. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, you know, this is an interesting hypothetical 
conversation in a way, or it's a conversation. It's not. It's a real conversation. It's an interesting conversation about a hypothetical topic. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we ever do reach a time in our lifetimes where such a consideration would need to be made for realsies. I mean, we've seen people elect to have their arms, uh, their injured arms amputated. I don't know that we're ever going to get to a point within our lifetime where a healthy uh, limb would be amputated by choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that does happen, it'll be huge news. And I I imagine there will also be an enormous backlash in the medical community and, and a real debate about the ethics of such a thing. Like, who performs such a surgery and uh, is that ethical or yeah, not? Yeah, uh, there is a there's a um, condition under which people feel like limbs that they have that are healthy are not their own and they want them off. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've heard of such a thing as well, and that that raises questions. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to open this up, uh, is that ethical? If people who might have um, something that that other folks would identify as a disorder, mm-hmm. whether you want to call it that or not, I'm sure there are many people who would say that is a disorder, mm-hmm. right? That's fair enough to say. It, would it be fair to open up the doors for those people to go in and have these elective amputations? Uh, or would that be unethical if the medical community said, no, this needs to be treated as a form of uh, psychological disorder? Mm-hmm. You know, that, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of tricky questions, and we don't have the answers for it, mostly because we're, we're, our technology is not there yet. But the reason why we have these conversations is that technology is going to continue to advance, and we will one day be at that point. So having the conversation early is a lot better than having it after the fact. Definitely. Always. So, guys, this is a good time to remind you, if you are interested in these sort of topics, please go to our website, fwthinking.com, and let us know. You can check out the video series there. You can read our blog posts and really take part in this conversation and uh, let us know what you are excited about uh, as far as the future is concerned. And that way we can concentrate on these topics and really have a, a great conversation about it. We look forward to hearing from you, and we will talk to you again really soon. For more on this topic and the future of technology, visit forwardthinking.com. Brought to you by Toyota. Let's go places. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. 
That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.